Good evening, everyone. We're starting. <laughs> we're starting. Not super late, but later than I thought because I work retail and it's a nightmare. Um, my name is Avery. I will be your lead idiot. I mean dungeon master tonight. Uh, I use they, he pronouns. And before we jump into today's session, I'm gonna have the players go around and you know do names, pronouns, maybe a fun little fact about yourself. I'm gonna pick a friend at random. So. Um, I think, I think I'll have Stormy go first. Want to tell us about yourself? Hi, my name's Stormy. I use he, him pronouns, and I am playing Finn Goldenrod, who also uses he, him pronouns. Uh, fun fact about me, uh, I've been DMing for almost a year at this point, and my players are very patient despite the fact that I don't understand half of how D&D works, so, um, yeah. Alright, so next person, I'm just peeking at Discord because I forgot everyone's names already. Um, Alicia, you wanna go next? Hi, my name is Alicia. I use she, her pronouns. I will be playing Callie Moore, who also uses she, her pronouns. And fun fact about myself, I used quarantine to teach myself chainmail this year. Very, very badass, just wanna say that. Alright, so next person, we have is Caleb. Uh, hi, my name is Caleb. Uh, I use the they, them pronouns. Um, I'm playing for Renz, who uses he, they pronouns. Uh, my fun fact is um, I got to see um, I got to see my kids ultrasound uh, yesterday. So that was really exciting. Awesome. It was a super early appointment too, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> You're like awake at dawn. Um, that is also exciting. So we have Fluxy. Hi, I'm Fluxy. I go by he, him. Uh, playing as Kokia. He, she, or they pronouns. Uh, fun fact about me, I am I, I'm a lab tech for an optometry practice. So I make glasses all day. That's really cool. So I think I think Corey's coming late, um, and then I think Hale said they couldn't make it, but we also have Corey and Hale that would be two regulars as well. They're actually the only two that carried over from the first attempt at running this campaign. Um, we'll have Corey, um, once, he, once he's able to join, we'll have him just do a quick intro later, and Hale can just do uh, theirs either later today or the next session. Um, so, player intro's over. I don't think I shared a fun fact. I think my fun fact is going to be that um, I've actually only been playing D&D for a year, so the miracle that any of these people trust me to tell them what to do is really amusing to me. So, um, let's keep on moving along. So, for those returning to listen, we did try to run it once before. There's a lot of scheduling issues and other sorts of like life things. We're starting all over. Slightly different plot. Um, some of the same NPCs, some not. We'll explain as we go. Uh, don't stress about it too much. There's a few little like bookkeeping things I need to get out as like disclaimers. So disclaimer number one. As you can tell, this Twitch channel has a mature filter on. This means that we think both streams and viewer streamers and viewers on this channel should be over 18. If you're not, um, Please, there's, we're going to politely ask you to leave. There's a nice little door over there. Um, I do that because of the very common um, violence and swearing that tends to happen in D&D. &D. 
Um, speaking of D&D, D&D involves a lot of improv acting, and while I can foresee some triggers, um, I can't foresee all of them, not in, the, not in the live mode at least. The YouTube version of this session will have all triggers in the description, live, and I'll put the ones that I can foresee happening. Um, players are going to do their best to, lay, to say a trigger warning before they do something. Like, for instance, if they mention a spider, they'll probably say, like, I'm going to mention spiders in a sec to try to warn you. It is hard live, so if you're concerned about that, maybe just wait until the YouTube video comes out. And if you're looking for that kind of info, if you go to our Handy Dinner Tweety page, we tweet about, um, we tweet about, like, when episodes are available. We also have a link tree with all of our fancy links, so there's going to be a link to our website, our World Anvil, which is, like, the lore hub, and, like, this is where you can watch it, um, live. There's also info about YouTube there and all sorts of stuff. So, when in doubt, go to Twitter, go to our link tree, get your info there. Um, another little side note is the foreseen triggers tonight were, um, oh, they're down bottom, right? I was looking at the wrong place in my notes. So the, the, the triggers I foresee may be happening tonight are blood and injury, violence and combat, pretty common for D&D, swearing, maybe small to moderate amounts of potty humor, mind control, amnesia, betrayal, backstabbing, mention or use of guns, if anything of that is not something you're super comfortable with, wait till the um, wait till the, the YouTube video comes out and then you can look at timestamps and jump around and that sort of thing. This session we're hoping to do until like 12.30ish, we're only going to take a break halfway through. Um, it's going to be a five minute break, you all can chill, talk, leave, screaming to the void, uh, then we'll come back and play a little bit more. Normally our sessions are going to be 9 to, 9 to 12, 12.30. Uh, every other Wednesday, we started late tonight because I work in retail and it's a nightmare and today was a nightmare. So, sorry for the late start. Normally, our sessions are going to be longer. Um, so, with all those disclaimers done, let's actually have some fun and start the D. So, session recap. So, we're actually continuing our session zero from last time. Um, I'm just checking Discord because I saw a message. Okay. So, um... Okay. I think, I, I think that's good. I think we're good. I don't think I have anything to answer. I was just checking Discord. Anyway, back to session recap. So, our party consisting of Basil, a tiefling ranger, Ferenz, a human barbarian, Finn, an Asimar warlock, Kali, a human rogue, Kokia, a fawn druid, and Loon, a changeling bard, accepted a quest provided them, by them by a strange info broker named Farron. Farron is like a light red skinned, black haired, bl uh, red horn, red eyed tiefling who is actually a changeling but for some reason walks around as a tiefling most of the time. You'll recognize them from our little icon of the shocked tiefling. Uh, I lost my place, give me a second. Farron isn't their real name, but they refused to give the party a different name. The quest Farron provided the party was helping an elderly farmer and his grandchild in Outer Woodhurst, a town located in the country of Alphos. Relocating to the Ravenwood Pumpkin Farm, the party met June Ravenwood, a 10-year-old part human, part dragon boy, boy. Did I say dragon boy, boy, I meant dragonborn. Anyway, can you tell I've had a long day? <laughs> um, <laughs> dragon boy, boy, nothing like being redundant. <laughs> Uh, June informed the party that his grandpa was scared of the pumpkins and in the pa in the patch and that the birds had been acting odd. 
June also claimed to be friends with and talked to the scarecrow. With the grandpa picking herbs behind the house, listening to music at a la really loud volume, this conversation went unnoticed by the grandpa and resulted in June leading the party to the pumpkin patch. At the pumpkin patch, the party discovered some, but not all the pumpkins were mimics. The party also discovered a swarm of ravens that each had three glowing red eyes. These eyes were indicators that the ravens were completing a task for one of the old gods, aka one of the strongest gods, the Raven Queen. In addition to this, the party also discovered an awakened Scarecrow that, that they would later realize to be some sort of god. Scarecrow told the party, I trusted the wrong person, I hurt them, I don't know where they are, now I can't go to see them because she would find them. Scarecrow, Scarecrow seems to be... Wow, I am tongue-twisting Scarecrow in, with the word scared. Scarecrow seems to be scared of her and won't even say her name. The party doesn't know who she is, aka doesn't know who he fears. Um, Scarecrow also helped the party discover a box buried beneath the patch. The metal box contained some money, a photo of a half-orc woman, and a, um, an elf woman who were both wearing matching armor. Um, friends seemed to recognize one or both of them as hanging onto the p picture. They also found something called the Remembrance Guild patch, um, which is like a magical patch that lets people disguise use disguise self once per long rest without expending a cell slot. Um, friends ended up asking the grandpa about the, the box and photo, but the grandpa knew nothing about it. Uh, the grandpa did recommend a few places to check out to maybe either ask about the box or like stock up on supplies. Um, and ultimately they decided to go to the forest shop, which is a small shop in the town of Woodhurst, with it being so remote that it's actually like both a hangout spot and a shop. And that's what our lovely map is of today, where it's, um, that's the forest shop. And kind of connected to the patch thing I just mentioned is Finn asked his warlock patron about the Remembrance Guild patches. Through talking with his patron, he learned that the Remembrance Guild is a secret society that serves demigods. There are two types of demigods, demigods that are the offspring of a god immortal and demoted or punished gods. If a god is punished and made a demigod, and if they become forgotten and become mortal and die, the Remembrance Guild, basically their job is to prevent the demigods from dying. Um, so that is our long-winded recap. I'm hoping in the future they'll be shorter because we'll have streams and that sort of thing. Um, that is because I'm accidentally open to Twitter. So there's the new map. <laughs> my brain cells, my friends are talking to me and helping me through Discord. Perfect. Let me make sure this is not something I need to respond to. We're whispering on the wind, and the name <laughs> picks them up and like, what the fuck? My players, they're all collectively my patrons are saying, use your noggin! Um, thank you for helping me fix that. So here's the, here's the map for realsies. Um, back to starter session, so that was our recap. And now we're starting for real, so yay that. Um, so we're continuing actually just where we left off last time. So last time you helped um, the Ravenwoods like kind of like late afternoon. It is now like nighttime. Not super late but just dark enough where you can see a little a little goblin woman like using like a really tall stick to like either light um, lanterns or to like flick a switch to turn the lanterns on. There's like a mix of like old and new like lighting technology around here. Um, you are just outside of the forest store. Um, Despite it being called the forest store, it's actually in the center of the small town. There's actually not a whole lot of trees around it. 
as you can see from this picture, it's mostly just like grass and lanterns and that sort of thing. Um, there is also a mixture of like horses and carts out front. With it being a rural town, it's like a really hit or miss whether someone has a car or something like that. And just a reminder, this is a steampunk setting, so you might see some really cool machines and that sort of things going on. Speaking of cool machines, there's a mixture of like those old like cars that you'd have to crank to like drive, or there's also steam-powered cars. There's like all sorts of funky-looking, like covered in gears, bicycles, animals, that sort of thing. They're all kind of like parked outside. This store looks like it's hopping, like it's super busy. Um, and instead of continuing to describe this lovely busy store, I think I'm gonna have the players talk and tell us what they're doing as they're gazing at the store from outside. Uh, you were asking what we were doing. I was just saying, I think Koki is just completely amazed by how many people there are in the place. Awesome. Anyone else have character thoughts? I think uh, Finn's just, like, looking down at his, like... Because I was the one that took the Remembrance Guild patch last session, and so he's sort of, like, trying not to be suspicious in case this is, like, a like a target. You know? <laughs> like, this is, like, a bad organization. So they're, like, looking... Sorry, he's looking at the, um... The patch is, like, it's a really nice patch, but then, like, trying to cover it up, realizes it's on his vest. And he can't really, so he tries, tries to cover it up with his, like, purple hair. Just, like, nothing to see here, folks. I love... Just... Can I just say, I love how you're, like, bad organization, and your mind immediately went target. <laughs> I... Oh. Oh. No, I'm... No, no, I'm... That's not what I meant, but that's really funny. Oh, it's not uh, what I meant, you meant? Like, okay. No, no, no. I meant, like, I don't want this to be, like, oh, look, I'm part of, like, the bad people. Kill me, please. Like, oh, yeah. I've been sort of, like, uh, yeah, don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Vaughn mute. Vaughn mute. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. And then that's, Alicia, all, that's all fun soon. Alicia, what was it that you were doing? Uh, I think Callie's first stop's gonna be to the newsstand. Oh yes, the newsstand! So, I, once you're in the store, I'm gonna have you all do some rolls for like what you're gonna find. But I'm gonna say that you all see um, the newsstand. So there are a couple of different newspapers. You can choose which one you want to read first. There is the Woodhurst Observer, which is like just local news. There's Capital City News, which is like the, the one for like Alphos um, as a country. There is the Tonea Type, which is for like the foreign country of Tonea. Um, and, and there's some other ones, but those are the only ones that you can read. Um, Finn, Finn's the one wearing the patch, so he'll have some cool stuff that only mm. he can read. But those are the, those are your options. Uh, we'll probably just kind of browse over the the titles just to see like what kind of stories are going on. Probably the Capital News would be the one that Callie would check out. Okay, so... Um, I don't think I'm going to read all of them because it's kind of long and I feel, I feel like I've talked people about already. But I will post these newspapers on our website if you want to read, if viewers want to read them after session. But basically the first article in the Capital Cities News uh, basically talks about how in the region known as the Dracoa Republic, which is like a like a unification of multiple countries, um, has been having an increase in both legal and illegal ice cave mining, 
and these minings led to discovery of winter wolf dens and saber-toothed tiger dens. Um, although those creatures don't normally attack people, because of the mining they've been seeing more and more and having more incidents, people are being encouraged to stay inside. Um, that saber-toothed tigers are considered endangered and you can get in serious trouble if you like kill or capture one. There's also rumors of seeing a white dragon, but that seems less likely because there hasn't been any proof of that yet. Um, and they're actually recruiting people um, from the Jacoba—they're actually recruiting people from the Jacoba Republic and outside to like go help, you know, tend to the animals, resolve like the ice skate mining issues and that sort of stuff. And the other one in the Alphos paper is um, talking about tensions between the countries of Atai and Thedlis, so those countries are too near each other. Um, one is, I'm trying to make sure I do the order right, so it is, Atai is the one with like a direct democracy style of government, while Theli has um, a monarchy and has a queen right now. Um, there's been kind of like rising tensions because a lot of countries near near um, Theli are democratic or at least not monarchical. They're kind of like really wanting to like push for that and change, you know, the government system, which the Queen obviously doesn't like. She's accusing a tie of helping terrorists and like trying to like overthrow the military and stuff like that. And they're like, the two countries are really button heads to heads right now. Um, and and all those countries are calling for other countries to basically pick a side. Um, the country in right now, Alphos, neither the president or vice president have given a statement yet, but they are going to be giving a statement uh, via radio sometime later this week. And that was in the one that you picked. Does anyone else want to read the, a newspaper? I think Finn is sort of... I don't know if Finn's really a reader, but with the patch, yeah. I think he's he's scanning over and he looks at one of the like it's like really I think it's like a really boring like science article like we figured out how like like direct current or uh, uh, not automatic current what is what is it alternating current oh god I don't know I don't know if I'm enough about electricity I'm gonna restart um, no, you're right you're right oh I'm right oh awesome great <laughs> I was invaded by the spirit of Nikola Tesla for a second uh, so thank God uh, yeah Finn's well it's a really boring article is the point is Finn just looks at it like what why are some of them is anyone else seeing this kind of like I think I think the first person Finn turns to is friends just kind of looks up at them like is okay am I going crazy are, are look at this article are they like are some of the words like popping up like kind of floating a little bit for you oh the answer's gonna look, be no I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you good uh... thank you I'm not the best at reading. Oh. So you might want to ask somebody else. But well, yeah, well, I'm not asking you what it if, says. I'm asking, do, are they floating? Are they it's floating okay. I don't expect you to read this. Do they seem like they're floating to you? Yeah. And you feel all right? <laughs> do I feel? <laughs> I, I like. I think I like put like the back of my hand on my forehead. I'm like, well, I'm not running a fever. Is there anything is this... else floating around? Uh, I look around. Um, nothing out of the ordinary. No. 
Well, it's probably some of that magic-y stuff that y'all keep talking about. Oh. I don't know, I just... Hey. I just pick things up. <laughs> and then and then Finn continues to look at it a little... Well, he's seen magic before because he's a warlock, but he's still like, what the fuck? Yeah, so... And then, yeah. What Finn's reading, he can only see because he's wearing a patch. Um, so what, he, what he's seeing... Yeah, what, he doesn't know that. But what he's seeing as he's wearing the patch what's, is like a message hidden within the paper is highlighting just the words that he needs to read, kind of like found poetry where you block out words you don't want and then like leave the ones that you do want to read. And so hidden in this really boring article is Remembrance Guild Monthly Report, um, only readable by those who have, you know, come in contact with a patch or basically wearing one. It says God's lost, God saved, God's missing, members lost, members missing, missions completed, missions in progress, members recruited. I'm not going to read the numbers, but there's like different numbers under them. Once again, these newspapers will be on the website if you want to read them um, for viewers. For players, this is already in the newspapers section of Discord, so you can read them whenever you want. Um, any other more detailed stuff isn't actually put in these papers as a like an added security level. You'd have to report to the guild office to learn more about like these numbers and what they mean. But you don't even know if there's, you don't know who like who runs that or where that is. So, <laughs> are the papers are the newspapers free or do we have to like? Is it like a the machine where you have to like put in a coin and then get it um, out? The local one is free. So like the one the local one which is talking about like. Little June Ravenwood selling pumpkin lemonade, which sounds disgusting, by the way. Like, that one, the local oh, yeah. one's free, the rest yeah. of them, you have to, like, pop a coin into the slot and buy one. That sounds amazing. Well, there goes one copper for <laughs> this. And yeah. then I think Finn does go, oh! I look at friends and I'm just like, okay, I'm not crazy. It's the path. Well, I don't know if the patch is making me crazy, but I think I can do an extra spell with it once a day, so that's that's good. Mm. I'm 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 okay though, because I know you worry about me not going <laughs> I stash the newspaper and I think I'll I think I'll head inside, charge ahead, despite the fact that I'm a warlock and very squishy and who knows oh, what's inside. Dead. So I'm assuming everyone wants everyone wants to check out the store. Yep. Perfect. Now a little map comes in handy. I'm gonna zoom in a little more so it's a little it's a little better. I made all these maps on Incarnate by myself, so you know gonna promo myself. Um So what you see is there's like it's a it's a small store, it's pretty cramped in there. It's made mostly of wood. They got like different themed corners sort of, like in the top on the well on the back right corner is like the clearance section was basically just a bunch of broken stuff like there's a broken piano broken furniture that sort of stuff um back left corner is where the checkout counter is and like there's a mirror that you could like look in and um if you look at stuff on the counter like there is a potted plant you could buy on the counter um there are a few like sofas and chairs where you can hang out on there's a functional piano there's actually a half elf man playing the piano right now he's actually I mean, he just doesn't sound professional, but he's he's pretty good. Like you could you could dance to it. There are a few people like dancing, not well because listen, there's no professionals here. Okay, this is a small this is a small store where people are just people are just vibing. Um, there is a big bear rug. Um, there's like a little the front left corner is like a little book nook. Uh, 
The front right corner is like the spellcasters or writer's corner where it's got writing supplies and that sort of thing. And then there's a bunch of tables spread throughout which basically serves as like whatever they happen to get in, this is what they're selling. So this is going to be a collection of random stuff. Um, let me check my notes real quick. There's a lot of plants you can buy, there's a lot of potted plants. Um, wow, I actually did a lot of that from memory without checking, that was pretty good. Um, there's also some people like eating food, like um, they maybe bought some like finger foods, like cheese and crackers. Um, so if you want to poke around, I actually, I made a chart. So if you want to look around for something, whether it's just window shopping or buying, um, go ahead and roll uh, a d25. So you're going to want to do like slash r uh, 1d25 and I'll tell you what you find. If you get the same number as someone else, roll again because I'll have I, I'll have it so you find something else. I'm going to do that. Perfect. So we're going to start with Kokia. Kokia number five. Awesome. So Kokia, um, you're just kind of like, it's kind of funny. You just, you're kind of like, I'm assuming drawn toward the plants, but you also spot like a table oh, yeah. somewhat close by. And like you catch like a glint of something shiny. So you look over there, you find what is known uh, colloquially as a gambler's blade. It is a simple silver knight with a simple knife with the word luck written on it. Um, and I gotta open my Discord because apparently I put the long description here. Do, do, do. It's not I... like a. It's not like one of those stones. It's just like happiness, joy, or whatever. No, this is actually a pretty sweet weapon. I gotta find. Oh, okay. There, yeah. Okay, this is the description ready. So, um. Any time you hit a creature with a melee attack using this weapon, rule a 3d6 and consult the following chart. In addition to dealing normal slashing damage, the sword causes one of the following effects to occur based on the result of the roll. And so the options are going to be um, Minor Vitality, Radiant Infusion, Psychotic Touch, Pushback, Shocking Cut, Doomstrike, um, a word that I don't know how to pronounce, I'll, I will send it to you in a second, this picture in a second. It'll, or add 2 plus damage to roll, and the last possibility is that you roll a die and it just does nothing and stays the same. So basically it's a knife where it potentially, like when you stab someone, does not does a thing, or it doesn't. And it's like those, out of those like six options. So I will, um, I'll put this in your in-character uh, channel real quick for you so you can see what I just read. Alright, one second. So I just pasted it into um, in the in-character channel, um, and that is the Gambler's Blade, and the cost for, I'll type it too, the cost is going to be 322 gold pieces. Definitely don't have that right. <laughs> okay, so next person, we have Callie. Callie, you are gonna find. Oh, this one's a fun one. Let me get Discord open again so I can read the description to you. Jumping around. Okay. I mean, yours, the one you found was actually pretty straightforward. So, what you found was called a goblin catapult. Um, it's a ranged weapon that basically. Um, 
it works off like a saving throw and if you get a if, if the okay no I'm reading this wrong hold on okay I was complicating it so basically it's a goblin catapult where um you get like a you roll with advantage to persuade a goblin to get on it and then you can shoot a goblin out of it and you can have that goblin uh, grapple whoever you shot them towards is basically what this catapult That's kind is. of awesome. Yep. So <laughs> let me... Um, is put... it just like a random goblin that's nearby I persuade? Yeah, or so... just like does it magically make a goblin that it's, I have to persuade? It sadly does not... <laughs> goblin appears. Yeah, it sadly does not randomly make a goblin, but it would give you advantage on like a persuasion roll if you were trying to, to find a nearby goblin and be like, hey, wanna jump in this catapult real quick? Um, gotcha. The cost for that one is going to be 75 gold pieces. And I'll type that too. Low to my little friend. <laughs> and then the next person, let me see who else is buying stuff. So, or looking at stuff, I should say. 23, let me look at see what Finn finds. 23, do do do. Finn, you find a rope of mending, so anytime you um, cut this rope, if you speak a command word, it actually can just knit itself back together. I forgot to set a price for one, so I guess you can uh, do some bartering with the shopkeeper if you want to buy that one, and I'll put that in character too. Good thing I have a really high charisma. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll do that in a second. Though, yeah, Corey, Corey's making a note saying that he's, he's coming late, but he's imagining that Lim is sitting outside and just kind of listening and seeing what people are talking about. So Lim is nearby. Um, let me look at who else was looking. Firenze, let me check the chart. Okay, so you didn't roll the one I was really hoping you rolled, so I'm going to ignore your roll and tell you what you find instead. Um, <laughs> so... Amazing. You find what I call croc crocs, or quickly known as double crocs. There are crocs, the shoe, that look like crocodiles that once per long rest can be taken off and committed to go bite someone in the foot. And they cost five gold pieces. Mm. And I will... I'll put that in character too. I thought I thought it was pretty funny when I came up with that one. That's a, that's an Avery uh, completely on their own special. <laughs> um, so I had you roll for those, and I know there was a couple items you all really were hoping you'd find. And because I'm not completely evil, I will mention a few things that I'm going to pretend you found, even though you technically didn't with your rules. So. Um, so some other stuff that is for sale is um there is a bookshelf with i know someone mentioned books i would have to have you do a rule for that though to tell you what book you find um if you were if you want to find a book or look at the book just roll 2d20 for me and i'll tell you what book you find um would i be able to look for like a specific type of book well, what kind of book are you looking for? Well, 
one of Finn's like uh, his goals is to learn more about people who worship like each god that sort of exists. So I think he just wants like a I guess a world religions book or something like that, like a a, a primer on like what kinds of how do how do you spot somebody who worships like the Raven Queen or something, or like yeah. how do how do you how do you respect people who worship lawyer or something? Why don't you why don't you roll a d five and I'll tell you um what you find. Okay, we'll do. And then Callie and Kokia were looking at books. Let me get the book chart out. That's its own chart because I apparently made it complicated for myself. Books, 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 books. Hey, at least you separated them out instead of having them all together. Now you have to scroll through a list of items to find books. So yeah, yeah. Just smart. Yeah. At least I thought I did not put it there. Maybe I put it down here. If I can remember where I put the book stuff, because I thought it was here. Useless magical items. Clothes. That's not the books. Oh, it's this one. It's the title was different. It was called Oddities instead of um, books. Let me see. I gotta check the numbers again. So Kokia is F. Oh no, it was Callie was first. So Callie, you're a fifteen and an eight. So Callie, you find an entirely blank notebook. Um, at least what appears to be an entirely blank notebook. Um. If you want to figure out why it's being sold, even though it's blank, and in the book section, you can do, um, you can do like a, what do I, what kind of check do I want you do? I'm gonna say arcane check. I think if you want to figure out why they're selling this blank book, do an arcane check. Oh yeah, so you, at first you're like, why is there a blank book being sold? This doesn't make any sense. And it's clearly not a journal, like it looks like a book and not a journal. And then you realize the whole thing that it's supposed to be um, is that you have to use like a special lens hidden in the back cover to read it. So you'd pull the lens out and you could read it without anyone else seeing what you're reading. So it's like, it's almost like magic ink, but instead of being fully like invisible, if you have a special lens, it like lights up the words in that way. If someone were to look over your shoulder, unless they look through the lens, they can't actually see what you're reading. So it's like a... It's like a book that you can read in private. Um, uh, That's once, cool. Yeah, so once you pop the lens out, you can see the title is like The Adventures of... Um, the Adventures of Winston Whale, and it's like... It's like a really old school like fairy tale. I don't know why you need to read that in private, but there you go. That's what that book's got going on. <laughs> uh, uh, how much is that one? That one. Let me check the chart. That one's gonna be two gold pieces. Cool. And then Kokia, you're a nineteen and a nine. Let me check the chart for that. So Kokia, you find um, a book that has like, basically what's a really, like a really pretty like calm ocean scene depicted on the cover. Um, 
it looks it looks maybe like a book about the ocean or whatever until you flip the back and then the back it's just like um hot hot sailor with a shirt off and it's clearly like one of those like cheap like dollar store not like romance novels like <laughs> it's like it's, hey. like it's like family friendly in the front and like party in the back yep yep that one is <laughs> uh that one um that one says that it's three gold pieces and then there's like a sticker slapped onto it that says proof of age required to purchase <laughs> Ooh, yes. <laughs> but what is the age? That's the important question. Oh, it depends on your <laughs> fantasy race, I guess. Definitely want to pick that up. Yeah, and then there's a second sticker. The money, yeah, there's a second sticker that, like, the world's like smallest font explains, like, has like a chart about like different species and ages to like do the equivalent of like, you know. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. It has, has an ESRB Amazing. rating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, in fact, um, one of the other customers, um, it's like, it's like an old turtle lady with like big, like the stereotypical grandma glasses, like the big circle glasses. She catches Koki yeah. holding the book and she just goes, excuse me, excuse me, uh, a little fawn. Does, does, does your father know yet you're reading that? <laughs> I don't know. He left 15 years ago. And he never came back. Ah! Oh my God! What do you mean? I'm over here. Yeah, Finn looks up like, what? Gosh. Hello, backstory. <laughs> um, she just looks that's total, really. That's total BS, by the way. Yeah, okay. she looks just really confused by this, and instead of saying anything, anything, she just like gives you both like one really last like confused look and just slowly walks away and like walks toward the piano and goes back to like listening to the half elf man playing the piano um so i think there was a few more items i wanted y'all to find so now that we got the book stuff done oh finn you said you were looking for a book too um and you asked me to roll a d5 and i yes. got a two i gotta i gotta pull something up because but i'm pulling it up on my phone so there's no pixies Swipe or no swiping. Actually, no. No, I don't. I can do this from memory. I've got this. I've got this. Um, It's the three that I talk about or write about, at least, all the time. I, I can do this. I can talk about them. Um, so, coincidentally, Finn, <laughs> um, you pick up a book that has, like, a... The cover is, like, a whole bunch... Like, a mix of different, like, feather patterns. So, like, there's, like... Raven feathers, owl feathers, like a whole bunch of bird feathers. Like it's just like a pattern ar around like the whole like outer of the book, and you open it and it's actually a book talking about um, old gods. Although there's a little bit of intro about the others, and mostly focuses on um, the three most famous siblings, and those siblings are the Raven Queen, uh, Kadros, and Kronos. Um, Although they all have slightly different domains, they do have uh, one domain in common, and that domain is that they all are connected to the domain of memory, so they all can, like, change or um, otherwise, like, manipulate memories. So that's one that they all share. Um, Raven the Queen Queen, she's the one that's kind of, like, either respected or feared. She's the one that's really more about death than anything else. Um, I will say that even though they're all siblings, the book makes it sound like they're Raven Queen and 
Cadros are actually the closest, like they have the most in common, similar personalities, like they seem to like people who worship the Raven Queen seem to also worship Cadros, whereas the same can't be said for Kronos. Like they're related, but like basically if someone were to have favorite siblings, it seems like Raven Queen and uh Cadros, they're like the, their favorites and that Kronos is just kinda like forgotten about unless it's convenient to remember them. They're like, oh yeah, come help us, brother, with this. <laughs> um, this book is not written this way. I'm just summarizing, like, what, what did we talk about? Um, yeah. So Kronos, you know, has a shared uh, domain of memory, but he's also more so time. Like, um, he has more powerful effects on time. Um, his... His symbol is actually really barely connected to the others. So the Raven Queen, her symbol are ravens with three red eyes. Kaldros, his symbol is black owls with three red eyes. And then Kronos is just like a barn owl with like a clock face instead of like a regular face. So like you really get the vibe that like he's like connected but kind of barely to the others. It also seems like he might, um, like he could be stronger than them in a certain scenario, but when they, the other two combine together, he probably wouldn't be strong enough to fight them. Like, if he needed to fight them, like, the two of them could overpower him, whereas if it was just a one-on-one -on -one fight, he's the god of time, he would win. Like, but the two together, it's enough that he's kind of, like, stuck on, like, the lower tier of the sibling hierarchy. Um, gods don't really <laughs> like to share the hot goss with mortals, but you get the vibe that there's a lot of sibling bickering, which you know how siblings are. Um, and that they all kind of work together reluctantly, not because they super like each other, and that's basically what that book is. How much is it? That book, I'm going to say, is um, five gold pieces. A small price to pay for <laughs> god tea. The god goss. <laughs> The, the God Goss. I please tell me that's the title. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna say the title. It's God Goss. Yes. And then, and, and then in parentheses, the bitchiest three. The bitchiest. Three. Yeah, I I think Finn looks down at this and he just thinks like, man, whoever wrote this is probably like has been smote by one or all three of these gods. Um. For this. Yeah, um, I think I think I'm gonna say too that the book also mentions has a little section like it talks a little bit about mostly about them, but it also mentions some other god stuff. Like the book's also gonna mention that um, the old gods, which are like the most powerful ones, only they have the power to like punish a god. So you know how last time um, you found out that like demigods can be like demoted or punished gods um, only the right. old gods have the strength and the means to demote one um, and honestly a lot of times um, like, this, like the newer gods like the young gods are weak enough where they don't really need to be demoted because they kind of like weaken themselves if they mess up <laughs> um, so you, yeah. you get the sense that most demigods that are punished gods are probably pretty powerful probably, probably middle god um, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe young gods, you're not gonna judge, but it's more likely that they were at least a middle god, or higher, if they got demoted to a demigod, um, and, um, I'm gonna say it also mentions, 
I mean, it doesn't. It's not like I tell you everything because it's like a, that's like a God thing. Like you don't need to know how they do it because it's a God thing. But it also mentions that, um, that the, it kind of like it kind of insinuates that the old gods know best, and that if you're confused or like you think you've heard of someone but you're not sure, that you should visit your nearest temple today, and the, and and Kronos Kadros or the Raven Queen will like ease your worries and help you see more clearly. And it's it's kind of sketchy sounding. Not gonna lie. Um, and that's that book. Not not to ramble on and on. <laughs> oh, you're, about, you're yeah, fine. Um, give, give me the lore, Avery. Give me, give me the um, good lore. I, I think as Finn is reading this, I think when he gets to the part about the big three being like all knowing and like just they'll ease your worries, he's just like just quietly to himself, like, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I'll, I'll close the book. And I think I will. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll do some bartering. I think I, I grab the rope of mending and I go up to whoever's working behind the counter and I just go, uh, hey, I noticed that this rope of mending doesn't have a uh, price tag on it. Uh, what were you offering for it? Yay! I mean, what? Sorry. What, so what are you, um. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Who am I about to be, Avery? I'm so excited. Let me. I'm going to put her. I'm going to put her icon on. Hold on. New friend. New friend. New friend. There we go. Let me zoom in so you can see her a bit more. There we go. There she is. There we go. Perfect. So, um, Finn's done with the counter trying to barter for this piece of rope. Um, there's kind of like they're kind of like a two-person team here. The person that you are speaking to right now, her name's Lizzie. She's a little halfling. Um, she has like khaki-colored skin, dark brown eyes. She's got this really cute yellow hijab on and a white button-down shirt. There doesn't really seem to be a uniform here, but you do remember that the half-elf man playing uh, the piano earlier was also wearing yellow, so maybe it's just like a color-coded thing or something. Very, yeah, very relaxed dress code, basically. Um, kind of help you envision her a bit more. When I was researching what I wanted to make for her character, I was imagining her to be the real-life equivalent of, like, Malaysian and Chinese, like, the mix of the two. Um, she is, she's on the shorter side, she's, like, three feet tall. She's basically got, like, this really cool but also kind of terrifying stack of books, like, creating, like, a makeshift, like, steps, and that's how she's, like, mm. reaching the counter. Um, and she, she knows it doesn't have a price tag, and she kind of, like, so she picks it up a second and kind of inspects it herself, and she just goes, He always does that. I told him yesterday to go, go check the rope section, make sure everything has a tag, but he forgot. You know you know how artists are, they're just, they're just so whimsical and forgetful, but, you know, he's a good friend, so I'm not, I'm not super mad at him, but um, I think it's really only fair to... Um, you know, barter for the prices. We don't have a tag, and honestly, I don't remember what a price me and Henry agreed on anyway. Um, so, was there a price you had in mind? Finn thinks for a moment, looks at my proficiency in deception. <laughs> um, and I think I'm like, I think I look down and I go, hmm. "Would I know the price of like a regular rope?" I I I don't. I don't have the I don't have notes of the regular price of rope, but it would definitely be cheaper than this. Like it'd probably be like well, right? Probably be like just a it would be one gold for a regular rope. 
Oh, thank you. Okay. Brain cells spoken. So one gold for regular. So this should be more cool. expensive. But you could try to pull a fast one if you wanted to. I think Finn looks at it and goes, "Well, a normal rope would be like maybe a gold piece, maybe two gold pieces, depending on how long it is." Uh, but since this is like you know a magic item, uh, I think I could go for twenty gold pieces. I'm gonna say make your choice of persuasion. Or deception. Although you're not really being deceptive, I guess. So you could just do persuasion. <laughs> I think Finn is pretty sure that this is priced maybe a little bit higher. Because it's a magic item. Because 20 gold pieces is not enough for a rope of mending that can mend itself. I think I think he is sort of... I think he feels bad about doing it, but he's still going to do it. Because <laughs> he doesn't want to... He's... I don't know if this is a holdover from his tragic backstory, but he's like, uh, baby, don't spend too much at the store. I'm gonna do, do a deception check. Okay. 24. She's just... Now I roll good. You just seem like a super sweet, honest person. She goes, yeah, maybe we have been charging too much originally. I think... That, that, that sounds fair. Why don't we go with that? Did you find everything else you were looking for? Okay, you know, we recently got some new fanny packs and if you're, like, in that, in on that trend. Oh, I turned to friends and I'm like, Hey, they've got fanny packs! Oh. I... Have I really reached that level of fatherhood? Yes! Yes, <laughs> friends! Get, embrace the dad! <laughs> you're the All one right, carrying well, the money! Uh, I, how much... I <laughs> I do turn to the- I turn to the- uh, Lizzie, right? Yeah. I turn to her and I just go, I- he's holding the wallet, I'll be right back. <laughs> and I'm like, um, I need like, I need 25 gold pieces real quick to buy my- my thing. Please. Sure, give me one second. Cool. One, two... You should get the right. fanny pick though. Alright, here's 25 gold pieces. Thank you. Remove that from the party gold. He, he takes out like a little ledger, just like <laughs> starts doing math. Yeah, I'll, I'll run back over with the money and I'll get the um, the rope of mending and the religion book. Awesome. Go ahead and subtract that gold from your inventory yourself, and you that is now in your possession. Nope. Got the good. Oh, can I? God, Goss. Yeah. <laughs> Can I also, can I talk to, like, like, briefly, I want to ask Lizzie a question. Yeah, sure, go ahead. I, like, yeah, I pay for the thing, and as she's sort of, like, I don't know if she's putting it in a bag or whatever, or just, like, finalizing the sale, but I look at her and go, um, I don't know if this is too personal, but, um, do you worship any gods? That question, even though it's a pretty lighthearted question, like, you can see her, like, tense up for a second. And she just kind of, like, looks at you, like, kind of suspicious, unsure, and she goes, I do, um, does this have to do with your Raven Queen book? Because, um, are you, are you a fan of hers? I don't... I don't want to well, step Oh, no, here. so... No, no, um, the reason that I ask is because, um, on my travels I've kind of been, uh, talking to different people who worship different gods, and again, if it's, if it's too personal or if it's, like, kind of a sore subject, then don't worry about it, um, I just, 
I was just curious, like, I do, as I'm talking, I do kind of also maybe expose the patch a little bit in case it she happens to be in the guild or yeah. uh, is worshipping one of the demoted gods. Um, and as I, as I do that, I keep talking and I'm like, it's, again, it's, it's kind of like a student kind of thing, if that makes sense. I'm just like, um, I've been pretty sheltered a lot of my life and I was stuck worshipping one god and I just kind of, I just like want to see like how other people like, how other people worship that. I'm making this sound weirder than it is. I'm just, <laughs> if you, again, if you don't, no worries. I just yeah, yeah. Um, she was like really nervous between the book and you asking. Um, like something about you getting a book with Raven Queen Crow Scadgers really made her edge. But as soon as you like talk more and show a little bit of the patch, she like slowly starts to relax a bit more. And she like she kind of leans forward like over the counter to get closer to you, and she like looks both ways to make sure no one's within earshot. And then she whispers, um. T to be honest, um, I worship the, the, uh, oh, I know this is gonna hurt, but I need, I need to say it. And she says the traveler, and she, like, immediately gets a headache, and she just goes, ow. 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 That, I, yeah. You know what's weird? I, I kind of, I, I also lean forward, and I'm like, I actually have a friend who worships them, trying very hard not to get a headache. Yeah. <laughs> just trying to yeah. avoid it. <laughs> I was gonna say Lim person at that moment. Just like, hey guys. Lim's like, I've been summoned. <laughs> Just burst through the window, I guess. You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be a good as any. That's a. Well, I am here now. <laughs> you just appear. Finn's like, oh shit, hi. Speaking of, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I kind of lean over to Lim and I'm. Are you actually. Sorry. Are you, are you actually behind me? I was kind of. I can be, yeah. I can put my. Okay, sorry. I don't. I don't mean to like suddenly put you on the spot, being like you're here now. <laughs> but. Which one are you again on the map? I am in front of the. I just pinged it. I'm the one in front of the. Yeah. I'm in front of the cute halfling lady. Also, <laughs> also, is Corey really quiet for anyone else? Because. Ooh, let me... Yeah, Corey, you're pretty quiet. I think I had it turned down at one point because I had a lot of stuff going on, but let me... Because uh... at first I thought it was just me, I was like, why, did he, why does he sound like he's whispering right now? Yeah, you're really quiet on the stream as well. Okay. What was Corey as the Traveler and we just, <laughs> we, we can all hear them, no one else can. Oh look, Alicia said the same thing too. We're all like... Wait, How about now? Better. Better, yeah. One. How about now? Yes, that's yeah, nice. And Kula? higher than the stream too. Uh, uh, no, it's fine. <laughs> down a little bit. Yeah. There we go. We'll keep it at a nice solid seventy-four. Nice, yeah. nice. Okay, so I'm I... not sixty-nine. No. <laughs> sorry. <go ahead. laughs> anyway, yeah, no, no. I, I'll. I. I'm sorry. I'm look. Look, I have the maturity of a twelve-year-old boy. I'm sorry. I'll I will look at Lim and just be like, "Hey, so um, keep this on a deal, but this uh nice lady over here worships your your person friend." I'm going to open them. up like the robe, like the flap of my robe, to reveal like the little amulet that I have 
that has the uh, symbol of the sailboat. And I'm just going to kind of like, well, I can't wink at them because I'm wearing a mask, but I'm just going to <laughs> flash the amulet and then cover it back up with the robe again. She gets, she's like so excited now. Like she's trying not to like give herself away because you know it's a full store, but she's just like, um, she's like gritting ear to ear and she's just like so happy Aww. to have met the two of you. Like, she's just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I, to be honest, I thought, I thought me and Henry and she nods to the half-elf over the piano were the only ones, especially with, you know, all, all the, you know, all the things happening, you know, with the siblings of Valor disappearing and, like, worshipers, wor other worshippers and other heroes disappearing. I thought, like, I thought we were all yeah. were, like, just disappearing or something. So it's, it's really relieving to see you and, um... Now, now I feel a lot less scared about you asking about my god. You had me a little bit worried there about with the Raven Queen and Kronos and Kadros and stuff, because they're not, um... I mean, I don't want to act like an expert on the Traveler, although they are one of my favorite gods, but, um... They do have a bit of a history with those three, and it's not really a good one. So when you got that book, I thought maybe you were, like, team... Raven Queen, and I was like, oh no, if I say that I worship the Traveler, you're gonna go dra try to, like, drag me to a temple and try to convert me to the Raven no. Queen. No, 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 oh my god, no. <laughs> no, Finn, Finn, like, <laughs> leans forward, and he's just like, look, I am not on any god's team, that's why I want to learn more about them, I just want to see, like, how it is to worship them, and is, I look at Lim and I'm like, is the Traveler, like, like, okay, I don't mean to be like, also, I didn't believe you before, but um, I didn't believe you before. Also, you don't know why, but if you're within five feet of limb, you don't get the headaches. Yeah. Like, as soon as I showed up, everybody was able to start speaking about mm. uh, the Traveler very very clearly. But only if you're standing, like, near them, so. If you're, like, on the other mm. side of the shop, you're still getting the headaches. <laughs> I think I think Finn is trying to keep his volume a little bit down to avoid the headaches, and also because, like, this is a really fucking secret, <laughs> so he's just trying really hard to, like, bring his own volume down, but he's also getting, like, oh my god, Lim isn't the only one actually worshipping this guy, or whatever the fuck the traveler is. Um, but he's like, yeah, no, I, don't worry. Cross my heart, I hope to die, your secret's safe with me. Well, your guys' secret, I mean. Honestly, that's so relieving to hear, because God, it's just so lonely all the way out here, you know? Like, we've heard rumors of, you know, other Remembrance Go members doing really big things and seeing, meeting all sorts of people, but it's getting really scary now. Like, if you heard about, like, the whole ice cave thing in the Dracoa Republic and, like, the, the tensions between other countries, even though it's lonely here, it's, I feel like it's mostly safe, so that's why me and Henry have stuck around that and we've got our shop. Um, to be ice honest... What was, what was your question? Ice cave? Question mark. Oh, that was. Oh, it's in the. It, oh, I, I pull out the. I think I like pull out the. Um, there's a newspaper like with an article about it, and I like kind of hold it up to Lim. Just ah. like, yeah. There's a channel called Newspapers. If you search for it, that's where all the articles that she's referencing are from. Ooh, oh, I see. Oh, I see. As um, I like, kind of, I like hold it up for Lim. I look at Lizzie, and I just go. Wait. You're in the- and I gesture to my patch. She like- she makes like the oops motion like and covers her mouth up and she just- and she, and she goes, 
darn it, I always forget to ask for the code phrase first. Oh my gosh, if Henry wasn't so scared of me dying, I think you'd kill me first. Can you- No, no, I- Okay, I- Can I tell you a secret? Is it I a... found this- I found this in a box in a field, so I'm actually not part of it yet, but I would like to join. How do I join? Well, um... I'm not a recruiter, so... I can't really share with you all those sorts of details, but, okay. um, I was reading the most recent report, like, like the, like the more detailed one, not the public one, or semi-public one, I guess, because you still need a patch to read it, um, mm -hmm. but I did hear of a quest, um, that they needed completed, and I'm pretty sure they, I mean, I don't know, um, I'm not a recruiter, so I can't guarantee you'd get in if you did it, but, the issue okay. is that a recruiter did go missing, so maybe if you rescued them, they would do whatever they need to do to get you in. Um, I could tell you more about it if you want, but it seems like your friends also want to check out too, so maybe- Yeah, no, sorry. That. Sorry for taking up your time. That's You've been very helpful, Lizzie. Thank you. Alright, so does anyone else have items they want to check out? I do. If you have something um, you want to buy, just put it either in notes or in character and take the money out and you've got it. Because I know, I think Fluxy said something about they wanted the cro Crocs. <laughs> yeah, Croc Crocs in the book. Yeah, so but I don't have any money, so... You should have done... Go to friends, do what I did. <laughs> Ask dad! Ask your dad for some monies. Is there Go any, like, list yeah. of the things that are available in the store? Uh, there isn't, but if you roll a uh, d25 dice, if you type slash r space 1d25, I'll tell you what you find. Okay, you said that was... Hold on one second. You said that was... Tell me the command one more time. <laughs> slash r space 1d25. I have to put the 1 in front of it, or just d25? You probably could do it without... Yeah, you can do it with that. That's what I did. Let's see what I get. Thanks, Dad. Oh. Perfect. Let I'm me see. Let me see what you found. Hands, <gasps> kiddo. You found something! Oh. <laughs> you found something! I was hoping that, um, friends would find, but that's okay. You can share with him what you find if you want. Oh, oh, it's the plot! Yeah. Whatever I find, if I'm gonna immediately know, oh, I gotta show this to Dad. Yeah, so what you find is called a, <laughs> is called a fairy camera. Um, how the fairy camera works is basically it's a lot like a Polaroid camera, but instead of it all being filmed, what it is is there's a little fairy that lives inside it, and they rapid-fire paint a picture, and then it pops out a slot, and that's your picture. Oh. I actually saw it through the window, and that's why I, like, went to it as soon as I went to the store. <laughs> that one, that's a pricey one, though. That's gonna be 250 gold pieces. Um, I think... Do I get the money carried over from, like, our first, like, session with the other players? You do, but you'd have to t pull it from your funds if you want to buy it. Okay. Let's see. Where do I have that inventory? How much money do I have? Oh, I only have 111 gold. 
You could try to barter, hey, or friends, you could look for a cheaper one. Want to go Dutch Dad? Oh, I think everybody went quiet. Hold on. Does the father Sorry, want my... to help buy the fairy camera? There's also a few other kinds of cameras if you want to look at those. So I'll tell you your options. So option one, most expensive, is the fairy camera. Uh, option two is um, a pinhole camera. That's the cheapest. That is really slow. Um, what it sounds like, pinhole camera, 12 gold pieces. Um, another cheap one that you could buy is there's a there's a camera called Polaroid Puppy. Basically what it is, it's basically an awakened Polaroid camera that's like in the shape of a dog. Um, if you make a successful animal handling check, it makes pictures for you, like, anytime you want. Um, but if you fail a Polaroid puppy check, it will snap pictures of you at really embarrassing times. And that one cost, um, 35 gold pieces. A small price to pay. Oh my god. A price to pay for a puppy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which one is... Would friends like to buy the camera? I see. I see Caleb typing. What's Looks up, Dad. Oh, I see. Please, <laughs> Dad. I'm just like Dad. The Dad. Above my head, like looking out, but like because I'm wearing a mask, it's just like stone face. I'm just holding it above my head, staring. Oh, Caleb was saying that they also wanted to buy common magic items. The Finny pack of holding is seventy-five gold pieces. But that they they expect people to want to get a lot of stuff, so that price is actually with the items you want in there. It's like a it's like a deal pack. So the ball bearings, clay jugs, block and tackle, oil flask, that's all included in the seventy five gold piece fanny pack of holding. It's the dad pack. It's the dad pack. You know what's really funny is my description for the fanny pack I had, I wrote like a bag of holding but smaller and with more dad vibes. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Love it. Because I figure if if Ferenz doesn't buy this, does anybody else have enough that we could pitch in to get it? You also well, could I only try, spent... oh, You could also try bartering with uh, either Lizzie or Henry, the two shopkeepers, but you'd have to make oh. either a deception or persuasion roll to see if you successfully... Oh, oh let me try that then. <laughs> Go Lim, we got this. Alright, so I'm going to take the camera and I'm going to walk over to... Um, I'm walking back over to Lizzie and I'm like... So, fellow follower of our good friend the Traveler, I notice you have this nice handy camera and I happen to know somebody that would like this very, very much. But I was wondering if we could negotiate perhaps the price? You know what? I'm gonna say because she clearly loves that you both were so shallow, um, do a persuasion check with advantage to roll twice. Nice. Um, is my thing? Is my hold on? I think my extension's not. Uh, where did um? Hold on one second. Where did? Where did my extensions go? If you don't see it, that's okay. You can just roll it and tell me what you got. You should be able to click okay. on the number and roll twenty to roll it. I mean, not roll twenty. Um, D and D Beyond. Okay. Let's see. Uh, you said pers persuasion or deception? Yeah, and you can do it with advantage it's because persuasion. she thinks you're awesome for worse than a traveler. Uh, we're gonna do one more. 
<laughs> yeah, so the first one was 11, and then the second one was 5. Oh. And that was plus the modifier, so... The second one was a nat one. <laughs> see if that so, works. So, um, what was... So you were trying to talk down the price of a fairy camera? Is that the one you're trying to talk down? Yes. She was super... I'm trying to get it into, like, the 150 range, perhaps, because then I can just borrow some money. Yeah, she originally else. was super pumped that you worshipped a traveler, but after doing that, she just squints and, like, crosses her arms. She goes, you do know a real fairy lives in there and has to basically accompany you for the rest of their life, right? Like, I don't think... I don't think it's overpriced at all. In fact, me and the, me and the fairy in there, and you see a little really tiny fairy, like, wave from from inside. We, we agree that was a fair price, so... Nah, I don't. I don't think so. Can I try to persuade the fairy? Ooh. Can I try to like have a little conversation with the fairy and be like, "Hey, listen. You see that? You see that guy over there? You know, he takes really good care of all of us. He's yeah. a very, very kind man, and it would make him so incredibly happy if I could give this camera to him at a lower price." Why don't you roll a perception tech? And this time it's just going to be a straight roll. So just roll once. A perception? Uh, not and, perception, uh, uh, persuasion. Oh, persuasion? Okay. That makes more can sense. I, can I assist I be that being yeah. from the Feywell? Yeah, you can assist with oh, that, yeah. So if you want to roll with um, advantage cool. instead, Flexi's so going to help one more? you out. Yeah. Oh my god. like, I got you, fam. We're going to get this maybe, camera. <laughs> maybe <laughs> okay, I know their cousin or something. So what did you say you got? The first one was a 15. <laughs> Go ahead and roll your second. I'm just curious to see if you get higher. The second one was the one. Okay. Um, Is it showing up on? Women Fluxy, how are you trying to convince yeah. this? How? Are you, what are you saying to convince this fairy? Talk it out for me. I'm uh, curious. I want to uh, start mentioning some of the fairies that I do know from the Feywild to see if maybe they're like a family member or something. Oh yeah. So it's really hard to see their fairy because they're like a really, really tiny one in order to fit in the camera, but you do see like a little glowing ball of light that like if they nod or like whatever, you can you can kind of see the little ball move around. Um, the voice is also really high pitched because it's really tiny. Um, and But you hear the fairy like think and go like, hum a little bit and they go, wait, 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 you know, you know my cousin. You know my ki my cousin Johnny? I haven't heard from him in ages. How's he doing? Doing great. There was some kind of weird stuff going on with the pixies, but you know that's all. That's how it goes. Oh, pixies are always crazy. They're such party animals. You can't you can't predict what they're gonna do. Mm hmm What is your name, by the way? Gonna... Oh, oh my gosh, it's so nice to meet you. My name my name is well. I go by a lot of different names. Most people just call me Camera since I live with a camera. But really, I want to I want to be called Steven because I think Steven sounds like a very respectable name and I don't think it people does. respect me enough. It sounds like an artist. I got true artisan. I think that so is too. That's a beautiful name. Yeah. And at this I'm going to look at Lizzie. I'm going to see look at how well we're getting along with this fairy. It would just be Horrible to tear us apart now. Oh, the guilt! Oh my god! <laughs> we <have> she... <laughs> we'll take good care of. The... I look at <laughs> Stephen. I'm like, uh, what pronouns do you use? Stephen. 
All of them. I like to steal pronouns from evil people. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. In their lives, mostly pronouns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pronoun stealing fairy in a camera. <laughs> we will take very good care of Steven. She just lets out with the world's heaviest side, and she just she just goes fine, but only because Steven seems to really like you. Alrighty, how much are we talking now? Uh, what was the price that you were trying to barter down again? Um, something. So I don't know how much money everybody else has because I only have a hundred and eleven gold. We have the well. So friends has like the like, I think most of our money, and I only spent twenty five gold pieces. So you can have my extra seventy five of my share. Call it nice. one fifty. Yeah, we'll say you got it down to. Me? Yeah, I'll say you got it down to one fifty, and that now you have a fairy camera plus even. <laughs> so do you want to do like seventy five for me, seventy five from uh. From was that? Which one was that? Was that? Callie. I think that was Finn. That was Finn. Oh, Finn. Yeah, I only spent I spent twenty on the <laughs> mending because I negotiated, and then five on my religion book. So. Remaining up to 75. Perfect. So let me bump that down then. Yeah, Finn like, Finn, like, runs over to friends and without asking just, like, reaches in and grabs, like, 75. <laughs> and Ness is going away and I'm like, sorry, normally I'd ask, but I really want to get this. <laughs> you gotta trust me. <laughs> and then I go. So we now have acquired a fairy camera. As you do this, um, Steven gives you a freebie that. picture. And rapid fire paints one for you, and it pops out the little slop with a little poop noise. And the picture you you pick up when that that comes out of the little Polaroid slot is like a picture of um y'all scrambling to purchase the camera and your new friend. And Steven goes, "Yay, new adventures! I crave pronouns and blood." <laughs> I crave pronouns and blood. <laughs> I I would die for Steven. Like I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I've only had Steven for one day. Less than what if one day. But if anything happened, <laughs> I would kill everyone in this room and then myself. Yeah. And, and mind you, to fit in this camera, Steven is like three centimeters big, and this very this little tiny three centimeter figure is like, I want awesome. pronouns and blood. <laughs> blood for the blood god. <laughs> oh god, does Steven worship okay, me? Okay, so I have no, added like the fairy camera as a uh, as a custom item to my inventory. Awesome. Oh, I didn't ask too. So, or should I wait? Or should I let Ferenz do that? Because technically, it's a gift for him. You can do it any way you want. Just make a note of it somewhere so you don't forget about Steven and your fairy camera. Roger, Roger. And I just realized we haven't taken our five-minute break yet. Um, so I'm gonna have us come back at. Um, I know we're all in different time zones, but when it hits uh, 17 minutes, we're gonna come back. So well. someone in, Go ahead. Someone in chat is already making, uh, <laughs> apparently someone's already made three clips. I'm very excited <laughs> to see what he clipped. Yeah, that's my friend T. I can't wait to see too. Oh, Alright, I'll be right back. Feel free to keep talking while I go pee. Yeah, I feel like Callie's probably like just standing there, just drooling over that knife, just being like, "Yeah, yeah. 
That's half the money way. that we earn. There's no way that I that yeah. I've earned that. Yeah, but it's well, okay. It's a really good knife, though. I'm just saying, don't feel guilty about it. If you want it, wait. Well, yeah, we you can know, always go to the make party. more money. That's not yeah. an issue. Yeah, well, but yeah, we can always go go away do a quest. Wants it to be yeah. fair, so that's fair. Well, I mean, we could go away, like do a quest, and then come back with the money. You know. I don't un unless this unless this source source suddenly catches on fire or something, we we can always come back. Well, I really hope that my crock crocs don't require attunement. I would be very surprised if they did. We're level one. Well, I just realized they're shoes. E. I don't have feet. You don't. Well, yes, you do. We've got, you've got hooves. I got hooves. <laughs> I can carve you like little uh little foot shaped insoles to put in your shoes so you can wear them oh, like regular yeah. shoes. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, you just slide awesome. your hoof in there and then it's like, oh, you can real feet. <laughs> just this hoof foot on wire on people's feet. Hey, I could market that. <laughs> or, yeah. consider this. Wait, Koki has horns, right? Oh, please. Put some oh, on horns, please. On the horns. Just... <laughs> And when that's, you look, that's my battle look, mode. Look, yeah, if you if you don't you know have... it's serious when Koki is putting the shoes on his head. <laughs> yeah, no, no, look, you run out of spell slots, you run, you, you lose your weapons, you take the cross, you throw them, improvise weapon, <laughs> easy. Flux, uh, this yeah. is your this is happen. your barbarian character all over again who put his pants on his head. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. I played the. Uh... This is a recurring theme. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kevin Kevin just asked, can you kick the croc crocs at people? Only one way to find out, Kevin. <laughs> no, see though, you so you the wear them on your word. horns, right? So whenever you do the headbutt attack, they also bite. Oh my god, that's genius. Concept. Um, <laughs> it's like the what's it called? The um have you guys seen that video of the <laughs> with the person with their hand in it and it like eats the chips? You guys know what I mean? All right, yeah. It's that, but it's the croc crocs. <laughs> I'm just saying, only one way to find out. Also, I just thought of a good concept, as you mentioned, the Kokia horn thing. Okay, hear me out, Medusa, but instead of snakes, it's little crocodiles' hair. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Since they're just snapping. Oh, oh, I know why this is not working. Okay, well, pardon me while I close everything down. It's because I opened up everything in Edge instead of Chrome. Where is Chrome? Ah, yeah, that'll do it. Also, can I just say I love the fact that I I made multiple kinds of cameras, and um, even though I had the concept of a fairy being a camera, I had nothing other than fairy in camera. So the fact that I popped out Steven the murderous fairy was really amusing. That was lovely. <laughs> and we now have a tiny NPC fairy. Blood for the blood. A tiny NPC fairy. Then I'm pretty sure if they got poked, do I would insta die. But it's. Yeah, I yeah. Steven has like one HP. I crave blood. Oh my god! <laughs> Everyone from us murder in front of the fairy. We gotta ask the fairy what the fairy wants to do, and the fairy's just like, "I want to murder." <laughs> oh, dude, go for it! <laughs> just like the uh, the Please. one clip with the uh... yeah, but they're a talk. They're they're a talking horse. Yeah, but they do what they want. I want to steal. I want to steal. <laughs> I want to murder. In the voice, he goes, "I want to steal." <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I love Basil's animals walls. all over again. Oh no. <laughs> over the garden wall is so good. God. Um, okay, let's see. Let oh. me sign back into 
but just in time to think that Are the Crocs an attunement item? They are not, so you just got them, my Fantastic. friend. Hello? There you go, Ooh, Caleb! Welcome back! Break is now gonna be over, friends. That's here. Yep. That's here, oh thank god. Our brain cell. Our, our brain cell. Um, so I believe everyone purchased what they wanted to, correct? Um, um, I would be buying that notebook. Can I afford it? Yeah, anything? so if you, the um... The gold teeth book. Yes, you now have that, so just make a note of it. Um, mm -hmm. and that is now yours. So everyone's got I'm their items. Can I roll to see if there's anything I can steal? You're gonna steal limb. <laughs> well, I do have this sleight of hand, uh... What is it? A sleight of hand... Uh, modifier that I haven't used yet. Okay, yeah, make a make a sleight of hand check, and I'll tell you if you swipe something. Um, okay. Alicia, I think the price I said was only like two or three gold or something. So. Um, yep, you said two, and I got it marked. Perfect. And then let me see what Lim gets for. Uh, yeah, for stealing. I take something small, oh. but I leave like two gold pieces instead of whatever the full price was. Um. I am tempted to let you get away with it, but it's going to be funny if I do something else instead. So, um, I'm going to say Henry, who, um, Henry is Lizzie's friend. He is a half-elf man. Um, definitely taller than her, which is not hard because she's a halfling and she's only three feet tall. But he is a half-elf man with, like, tawny-colored skin, uh, dark brown hair, brown eyes, like a claw-like scar across half of his face. He's wearing, like, yellow like her, except his yellow is... Except his yellow is a shirt and not a hijab. Um, and when I was making his character, he is an NPC that's going to come back later. And when I was imagining like his backstory and like his like appearance, I I I considered him like the real life equivalent of Native American, specifically the Penobscot tribe. Um, that's a tribe that's in Maine that I find really interesting to read about. Um, he was the one playing piano earlier. He's also a shopkeeper at the. At this point, he'd stopped playing piano, and he came um, to come check on Lizzie since she'd been talking with like, basically the same group of people for quite a while now. And he walks over just as you try to steal, and he just, like, gives you the most disappointed face either. Like, not like not quite dad level, but, like, close to it. Like, he's not even mad. He's just, like, he just looks so disappointed in you right now, Lim. I sigh, and I put the item back. <laughs> He just goes, thank you, um, just so and you for know- for the trouble, I put a gold, a little gold piece on the, um, on the shelf next to it as well. Okay. He takes that and goes, just so you know, um, we are going to be updating our, our, um, stealing policy soon, and that, which is going to be going in effect in just a couple of days, and that policy, um, it's going to be a lifetime ban from the store, so you might not want to do that again ever. Unless you don't want to shop here anymore, then yes, do it again. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Point, point, oh, point taken. God. <laughs> I have my hands up in like a defensive position, like, nope, nope, I get it. I get it. Um, I'm going to smack myself on the back of the hand. Bad limb. <laughs> At that point, when you smack your own hand, he just like laughs. Um, doesn't even try to hide the fact he's laughing, and he just says, Hey, hey Lizzie, what are you talking to these folks about? And she just kind of sighs, knowing that a headache's probably going to happen, but she just goes, I'm talking about 
Um, the traveler luckily limps still close enough where she doesn't get a headache, but she she's still kind of like braced for it. Um, and it isn't until then that like Henry gives the group a once over and notices the remembrance skill patch, and he just goes, "Oh, hey, nice patch. What's what's your what's your code phrase?" I kind of come forward and I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna tell you the same thing that I told your friend Lizzie. I found this in a field. I'm not actually part of the guild." But I would like to join, because it seems that what they do and some of my personal goals may be aligned. Um, so don't tell me any secret information yet, until I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can find a like a recruiter or something, because I know that's like that's like secret. Sorry, I, I'm, I'm gonna go now. <laughs> He's like, I've already said too much. He's just like, I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't have a passphrase because I'm not in it yet, but I want to be. At some point. Maybe when I'm stronger. Yeah, so I'm not a recruiter either, so I can't really decide whether or not you're supposed to be in or not. Um, if yeah. you do Lizzie keep, told me. Yeah, if you do want to keep the patch, you are going to become a guild member or you're going to have to give it back. It, I also find it really concerning <laughs> that you found it without a person, because we're not really supposed to take them off, so I don't know if that means the original owner Would... like, missing, or worse. That is that is a bit concerning. Um, where exactly did you find it? Does anybody have the picture that it came with? Like, maybe these guys know who was in that picture. I don't know. I found it, it well, we found it in a small- it was- it was buried, like, it wasn't, like, it wasn't easily accessible, like, we were on the, um, in the pumpkin patch nearby, and it was buried. Uh, if this is some- well, okay. Finn suddenly feels really bad, and he looks at his passion, and he's like, okay, if this is somebody else's, then, um, I'll keep it back, but I don't know whose it is. You I'm found it hang buried? On it. Like, it was a body, or what was- it was just in the- No, no, no! No, it was in, like, a box that had this in it, and also a picture. Yeah, who has that picture? Did we, do we have that? I think Ferenz? I think Ferenz took it. That yeah. Yeah, I got it. Here, hold on. He um, takes the the picture out. It's been... Uh, uh, like, transferring stuff from his backpack into the fanny pack. Um, <laughs> Love that. Hold on, hold up. Oh, there it is. And takes it out. Yeah, if you know anything about anybody in that picture, it'd be really helpful for us. Lizzie and Henry both look at the same time and Lizzie looks like she's about the same name and then she puts her hands over her mouth again and then she looks to Henry she's like, should I should I tell them? I know they're not in the guild yet, but this feels real important and they're really nice. And then Henry goes, "This one just tried to steal though and points to Liv." I apologize. Hey, I'm sorry about that. We, uh, as you can imagine, looking at the places around here, not all of them came from the best of homes, and we're working on that. Uh, <laughs> I would have paid for anything they stole, but it's really be a real favor to me if you could help me figure out who it is in these pictures, and if you have any information on them, 
And as a kindness, your door's got just a little bit of a creak on there. It's got some loose screws. Uh, and it looks like one of the miter joints is coming loose. I can fix that for you uh, real quick, if you would like. Uh, and in the meantime, you could help me with this information. Make a persuasion check with advantage, because that was so smooth. <laughs> Alright, here comes my plus one. <laughs> hey, that's <was> pretty good. <laughs> the sheer power of your dad charisma. <laughs> oh, 13. <laughs> what was the second one? A nat one! <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-oh. You know what I will say? Lizzie and Henry are so sweet. But these gays know nothing about carpentry, and as soon as you say squeaky <laughs> door, door door hinge, they think it's like a really serious thing, and they, and they just go, okay, that actually sounds like a really good deal. Um, Henry says, and um, they both lean closer, and and uh, Lizzie just goes, now listen, I can't tell you everything I know because um, guild confidentiality and all that sorts of things. But I've seen her before, and she points to the half-orc woman from the photo. Um, in fact, um, I don't—I mean, I don't know her personally, but I know someone who does. And it's quite the coincidence because it's the person who does could actually help you um, with the whole like doing a quest to get into the Remembrance Guild if that's what you want to do. Um, so I don't know if y'all read the newspapers yet, but. There's a lot of funky stuff going on in the Jacoba Republic with those ice uh, ice cave mining. And we actually had a Romeska recruiter go missing up there. Um, we also we already sent someone to look. It's it's actually um, a guy that's working undercover. Um, so he can't super explore without blowing his cover. But if you went up and met with him, you could really help him out and find the recruiter. And the recruiters at, at one point meet all of us. I bet the recruiter would know... Um, would know who the both of these people are so I know for sure that he knows the orc um, and Henry just sighs and she goes what I didn't give a name I'm not telling too much and Henry just goes you're practically telling everything and they bicker a bit and she just goes listen just, just listen 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 and Henry just trust me okay and he's like fine but if we get in trouble for telling secrets you're gonna take the blame um, and the, so Lizzie continues she's just gonna go listen it's clear that you're the dad, friends. If you show this photo to our undercover agent, and he won't be hard to find. He he sticks out real well. Um, Sounds like a horrible uh, position to be in for an undercover agent, then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Like, you're going to be hard to find. Regardless, you were saying. Well, as I was saying... God, Henry, can I just say it? And he just goes, Well, you're telling all our secrets anyway, so I guess you're just gonna say it. So, she just goes, Okay, good, good. So he doesn't stick out real well. Well, he kind of does, because he is pretty tall, but it's a it's a, it's a normal height for a half-orc, I think. So, the guy you're looking for is a half-orc. Wow, I burped at the same time as I talked. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, Lizzie goes, The guy you're looking for He's a half-orc. I don't know if him and the girl are friends or what their exact connection is, but I know that they're real close and that he photos for sure what her name is and vice versa. Um, he also is trying to find the recruiter, but 
he's limited on how much he can look and where he can look because of his undercover work stuff. He's actually he works as um a guard member for the Jacoba Republic. It's kind of like it's kind of like they're like it's kind of like those countries is like United Army. It's like they have jurisdiction over all countries, not just one. Um, he was already looking into one one ice cave. He's pretty sure the recruiter got dragged into or something. If you connect with him. I think you could all help each other out, and then if you save the recruiter, you could probably get in the guild and learn even more. Um, that, that's up in the Draco Republic, though, so you're probably going to want to take a train, or if you have a car, a car. Um, it's not too bad of a ride. I think trains probably get you there faster than a car, but... Um, stop rolling your eyes, Henry. I'm not saying too much. Did I give names? No, I didn't. And Henry's just, I... like, so done with this conversation, he walks away. <laughs> I have a question sorry out of character clarifying yes so the recruiter and the half man are two different people or are they the same person they're two different people so the recruiter gotcha. okay. um i haven't decided on their race or anything yet but the recruiter is someone who had something to do in the jacob republic but then got mixed up in the ice cave mis business um uh messiness and then went missing a couple of days ago the undercover agent the half orc um he He's also a member skill, but he's not a recruiter, but he was sent to look for the recruiter. Um, but he's limited on what he can do because as a guard in Draco Republic, he's basically got like a bunch of duties and stuff in places he is and isn't supposed to be, so like he can't spend all of his time looking for the recruiter. Like he has to like maintain like the um maintain like make it look like he's only working for the guard and not also the remembrance guild. Um, which is why he needs help to look. Gotcha. I look at the party and I'm like, hey, it sounds like a quest we could do. Now, Henry, before you go real quick, though, uh, you, you talked a little bit, you and your associate talked a little bit about the uh, half-orc woman. I'm, I have a little bit more stake in finding the half-elf woman, though. Uh, you, uh, Y'all haven't seen her, have you? He just, and this, this is the part, this actually brings up a good mechanic of his. So Henry, um, Henry has a hard time talking about this sort of thing because he actually has what's called face blindness, so he has a really hard time recognizing someone by their face. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't have eloquent notes on it right now, but I am going to put an article on our website about like what face blindness is and like how it impacts people. But basically, um, he really just can't tell by the photo, like, maybe if he heard her voice or, like, um, recognized her hair or something, but, you know, redheads are fairly common, like, he can't really tell, so he just goes, um, sorry, not really, um, but maybe, um, Steven here likes to take a lot of pictures with customers, so maybe if you talk to Steven, I'm not so good with faces. Ooh. That sounds great. Well, hey, I'll get right on fixing that door before we leave out. You've been a really big help, so thank you. Thank you for shopping. As... Come again. Um, what's really funny, too, friends, is not long after um, Henry suggests you talk to Steven, you hear a little pop as another photo comes out. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say probably friends grabs it. In the photo that um, friends grabs out, it looks... Um, it looks like an older photo. Like it, it looks like um, it looks like Stephen recreated an older photo, 
Um, in the photo, like, um, the half-elf woman, she had, like, shorter hair, like, um, like she, like the photo you found had been grown out, like, so basically the photo you first found's newer and this one's older, but it shows, um, the half-elf woman and the half-orc woman, they're, like, um, standing together, but there's a person in the middle, um, and the person in the middle, gosh darn it, they have a really big, um, hood up over their face so you can't see their face, but they are wearing a green cloak, um, and you see a little bit of a glimpse of, like, purplish gray skin, could be a drow, could be a tiefling, and these three are, like, hugging in the photo like they're, like, the best of friends. Um, and I'm gonna say that as people looking at this, this, the person in the middle looks a whole lot like, um, Scarecrow, the god from the pumpkin patch, it looks a whole lot like the person that he said that he betrayed and that he regret he regretted betraying him and that sort of thing. Oh yeah, because yeah, he couldn't show the face. Yeah. And in this photo just the hood's the, hiding oh, the yeah. face. So you, you but you see you recognize the cloak in the um you see a glimpse of the same like colored skin and that sort of thing. Over hair. Yep, same, same, oh, like, silvery white hair. Still can't see the face, though, which is frustrating, but... The plot thickens. Mm -hmm. I, so, Steven, uh, how long ago was this taken? Steven thinks for a second and said, hmm. Not, a, not as, not as, not as old as it could be, um, but quite a while, because... Steven, like, looks at the photo, like, you brought in. Um, he says, well... She looks a lot different there. Like, like the, she'd grown her hair out, and he's referring to the half-elf woman. And he goes, um, her hair was short when I met her, so I'm guessing that's the newer one. If that's the newer one, the other one's probably, like, two years old or something. It's been a long time. She was really nice. Do you know her? Yeah. Yeah, we go way back. She's so oh, nice. Steve. I didn't steal her pronouns, but she offered me some. I, I learned a lot about Neo <laughs> pronouns, and she gave me a whole list, and she said, you can steal the Neo pronouns I just told you about if you want. Oh! I said sweet, so now I know a bunch of new Neo pronouns. That's so cute. <laughs> and terrifying. Oh my god. Now, Stephen. One of the things that people get wrong about doors all the time is they think that just this weekend that uh, what is causing it is some moisture in the joints that you just need to oil up. This joint right here looks like it's been bent a little bit. We're actually going to take the joint out, put a new one in. Now, oh, can you hand me the... Nope, you're stuck in the camera. Never mind. <laughs> uh, Finn is already over there, like, <laughs> like already knows kind of instinctively what tool for uses and just like reaches into your fanny pack and just hands it to you. <laughs> Thank you. Steven's like so happy that you tried to include him though that instead of like handing you tools, he's just like popping out a few photos of like you handing each other tools or like, um, or like friends fixing the door. And also to be a little shit, Steven recreates the moment that Lim tried to steal when Henry caught them. <laughs> uh, let's <laughs> Finn, I feel- sorry, I said my name. Uh, friends, I feel like you should- 
Like, I, I know you do this out of, like, the goodness of your heart, because it's just, like, who you are as a person, but I feel like you should start charging. I mean, we could probably make a... I feel like you fix something every time we go somewhere. I'm just saying, we could monetize it, you know? Well, you can monetize it. Oh, no. See, when you get to my age, and you're gonna get there one day, you start to realize that you've taken away a lot more than you've given. And so, yeah, I could charge now. Right. Ah, not too I'd, much. I could, I could ask people for money and stuff like that, but in reality, I have probably, in my younger years, taken some, taken some hospitality from these people, or friends of theirs, or neighbors of theirs. And now it is up to me to repay that hospitality in the best way I can. Okay. I guess, I guess you do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see, here's my thing. I know that you get into all these gods and whatnot, and all of this deity stuff. Hmm. But my answer to life is real simple. We are here to love each other. Ain't nobody gonna stop us from doing that. You know? Yeah. And so, out of what I do every day when I wake up is I start from asking how, what I can do to best show that I love the people around me. And today, that's fixing this door. And right there. <laughs> All right. Door should be good. Uh, Looks like somebody came in a few, a few months ago with a little bit of anger. Uh, oh no! I would in, I would install uh, a type of pulley mechanism behind here so that the door can't be slammed hard. That's what built the that's what uh, bent the brass in the in the uh, joint. Uh, Henry just goes, "Wow, you're so good at this stuff. You sure you don't like own a carpenter shop or something?" Oh, <laughs> maybe one day when I can settle down, but not today. Hey, Lizzie and Henry just go, it's nice meeting you. Um, good luck with your quest, and, you know, if you become members and stuff, please come back. We'd love to talk more. Yeah, and maybe a little more clandestine next time. Sorry, I didn't mean to, like, <laughs> blow your cover. Sorry! Uh... uh not saying a word. <laughs> um, awesome. So, is there anything else anyone wants to do in, inside the shop? Or are you good? I found the couch. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> is there a couch in here? There is a couch. I know it's on the map. Oh, there is. Cool. Oh, Kokia, you yeah. were... It looks like... I'm looking at the notes of you. It looks like you were struggling to learn how to adjust to your new Croc Crocs in our... Yeah. I'm Probably telling you, over. put them on your. And oh. Lim is playing a great put them on your piano right now. <laughs> yeah, I was playing the piano, and then I rolled the net twenty, so I'm playing it very well. Yeah, you're like professional musician over there. Going temporarily, at least. Piano. It's almost like they're a bard. Uh... <laughs> 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 
the one good role of the night is just me aimlessly playing a piano while everybody else is having conversations. Oh, that's right. We have, we have like, really nice accompaniment while Friends gives that really awesome speech about, like, <laughs> their philosophy on life. Tira crash in the background of <laughs> Kokia falling on their face. And then right as Kokia falls, Lim does, like, a da, or does, like, a Wah, wah, wah. Oh, <laughs> oh god. Just size. <sighs> awesome. So we're actually probably gonna end session here tonight. Um our next episode will be I'm looking at every other week, so our next episode will be July fourteenth. I'm hoping we can start at our regular nine PM um instead of um this late, but it will depend on whether or not I get stuck working at closing shift or not. Yay, retail! Um, like I that. said, we'll be slowly be working on putting it on YouTube and other places, so if you didn't couldn't watch the whole thing or you want to watch it again, we'll slowly be picking at that. Um, the best thing to do is to follow us on Twitter, um, mwm underscore pod, because we'll update there and make little statuses about what's going on. Um, so thank you for listening. Anyone want, want to say anything to the listeners? Thank you thank all you for, for joining us in shenanigans. Yeah. Oh. Whoa. Hello. <laughs> no, only good that, that was a sound. Yeah. yeah. So next time um, we're going to start with, I think I, next time's going to be some train shenanigans that I'm really excited for. And I can't say anything else without spoiling it, but, um, you really, you really should listen next time if you haven't, or or weren't gonna plan to, or whatever, because it's gonna be a whole lot of fun. <laughs> so, good night, stream. I'm gonna end this stream. Um, yeah, for your friends. I go. Also, thank you to the um. This happened a while ago, but thank you to Chaos Crypt for rating us with a party of eight. Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Completely missed that. Yes, Sorry. Yes, me the DM. Um, I have so many tabs open where I didn't have the stream open. If you followed, liked, listened, rated, whatever. Thank you so thank you thank you thank you thank you so much. Um, please feel free to message me or the podcast on Twitter. I love you all. Um, and don't forget, just because you're small doesn't mean you can't steal pronouns and get blood. <laughs> <laughs>